Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm happy to be with you today, every day this week. We're doing something so fun as we continue our special series called Build Your Board. And y'all are loving it this week, just like I am. This week is all about coaching with daily shorter episodes and some specialized coaches who may be the next voice you need in the life that you want. So far this week on the show, we've had a business coach and a health coach. And today we continue our Build Your Board series with my friend, Rachel Cruz. Rachel is a certified financial coach, author, speaker, podcast host. She loves to help people start winning with money and create a life they'll love. And today she's helping us figure out the deal with financial coaching. Do we have to make a lot of money in order to have a financial coach? We talk all about it, all about like do we actually need this role in our lives right now? I think you'll be surprised at the answer. If you're following along with us in your Build Your Board guidebook, you're going to be taking notes for this one on page 13. So here's my Build Your Board conversation with truly one of my best friends, Rachel Cruz. Rachel Cruz, welcome back to That Sounds Fun. Annie Downs, thanks for having me. Who better to be on when we're trying to sort out when do we need a financial coach? What is a financial coach? All the things than you. Oh, my own financial experts. I appreciate that. I'm yours. I can't <laughs> even tell you how much when I think about my budget, I think if Rachel saw this, <laughs> she would <laughs> she would correct me. She you would, would probably say the same about me. Let's be honest. Oh, so, I don't know. Y'all, we're well, getting a pool, by the way. Oh, did you see that? I know. I'm very well, you excited. You know, when we built and moved in, yes. which you were kind of part of that, part, that yes. whole process. It was originally part of the plan. Got I mean, it. in a dream world. Yes. And then you get the budget back. And you're like, yeah. oh, wow, that basically costs yeah. us another house is what right. it feels like. Right. So we're like, let's just pause on that. And and so, yeah, now it's four years later. So we're wrapping back around. Is being wise financially start with patience? Yeah, because I think delayed gratification. Yeah, none and of I us think want that. Giving, yeah, I mean, exactly, because we live in a world that it's like, oh, you could have anything you want right when you want it, from information yeah. to Amazon to yeah. whatever it is. So, yeah. yeah, I think there is a a wisdom in slowing down and knowing that when you reap great results and ones that will last you longer, it's not going to be quick. And I think a lot yeah. of people, especially with money, it's like they want to see that quick return they want to see something that's like up and down oh this is exciting and fun and great 
but that's not always the case. Because now you've you have three kids and yeah. the two of you, the two grownups, and y'all have had four years without a pool in your backyard when you could have, you know what, let's go ahead and get a pool. We we will make the money. We can pay it off. And so you went for let's have the cash in hand. Yes. And then we'll get the pool, even if it is a delayed gratification. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think, I mean, that kind of gets us into the conversation to a degree of debt. Yeah. And I think there's just a there's a level of like, golly, I'm working for someone else mm-hmm. at that point where mm-hmm. I'm like, I just love the autonomy of being like, I get to decide. And here's the other thing, too, Annie, when you wait and you're patient and you have that amount of money, you may actually make totally different decisions. You may actually be right. like, OK, well, the neighborhood pool is actually kind of fine. We can actually take this and upgrade the car we want. Like it gives you options. Yeah. And the problem with rushing into things is it closes off options and choices. Yeah. Just you just get what you want right. Yeah. Then. And then you're stuck with it. Yes. Right. Regardless yes. of not. Or yes. what's crazy, too, is you talk about like, you know, getting into other avenues like student loan debt. People right. go to get a degree and some of them don't even finish. So it's like even the thing you're going to get, you may not even get, but you're yep. still having to pay for it. So that risk yes. and all of it. I'm yes. like, just let's slow down. Yes. Let's look at choices and options, and that gives us power. Yeah, I heard you in my head when I was looking at seminaries of like, could I write this check right now? Yeah. If I can't write this check right now, I'm not sure. Check who writes checks. Can I send this Venmo <laughs> right now? <laughs> Can I pay Can all I mine? direct deposit right now? <laughs> Only because then the scripture is so clear that you become a slave. Yeah, to, to borrow or slave to the lender. lender. Yes, yeah, yes. and and here's the deal too. The great thing is back to choices, right? Sometimes we get locked into like, no, it has to be this thing. This could be about a house, a vacation mm-hmm. spot. I mean, this could be about anything in life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is my only thing. I'm only looking at this. Mm-hmm. When if you pause and you give it time, your emotions actually settle down and you're like, oh, well, there's 80 different seminary choices here yeah. at all different price points. And it actually kind of calms you down to make yeah. a rational decision yeah. versus going off all your emotions. Yeah. I have a little savings account that when I, I started it on, to get a new car. That was oh, yeah. Goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as the longer it has sat there, the less I've wanted a new car. <laughs> and funny? so I'm like, well, <laughs> what, is what do I want now? Right. <laughs> and yeah. so going to New York it, for October, November for this I month know. has been like, well, I just took a portion of that wow. and made it my budget for New York. And then I'm free to, I mean, even I, I was on a call this morning with my business manager, which I want us to get into. I was on a call this morning with my business manager and he said, hey, you're going to do this once and you've already put the money aside. Yeah. Do what you want. That's right. If any, if you get in trouble, we'll call you. I'm also very high of like, I'm scared I'm spending too much. And they're like, you are fine. That we is about watching. you, Annie. I do I need people to know that. As your friend, <laughs> you are a carefree, fun person. But when it comes to certain things, Annie, you are more conservative I than I think people would think. I Honestly, I I'm like, I feel like I'm the bigger spender between us They probably us two. know because they see I wear the same thing on Instagram every week. So <laughs> <laughs> they're like, she should not sell her clothes on the we internet, should. but buy some. She needs some new shirts. She needs some new things. Go spend, um, Annie. So we're talking about coaching this week. Because we do want to help people with decisions like this. I have an unfair advantage because I can text you, or and I have a business manager yep. that helps our company's finances and my personal finances. When do we know, Rachel, when we go from here are the free resources I can get on Instagram or on YouTube or at my church to starting to invest in, well, now I need to take a course to, and now I need a financial coach? Yeah, no, it's a great question. So in the financial space specifically, I always encourage people, when you're getting into niche markets, yeah, that's when I bring in people of expertise. So if you're getting into, for instance, like investing, you want to invest. I always recommend having uh, an investment professional help you, someone being in your corner. Because, like if you want to buy apartments or condos to sell or to rent. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. or just, or um, you know, in that, yeah, using a real estate agent, right? If you're going to yeah. buy or sell your home, that's someone of expertise. You mean a different knows, kind of investment. Tell knows, me what you mean. Sorry, sorry. Like, stock, like mutual funds or Got 401k. It, okay. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> 
Real estate investing. Annie, you are high rolling. You are. Like, I want some land. No, I don't. No, you're I don't. A high roller. I just don't ever think. I'm terrible about thinking about stocks and bonds. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like your 401k plans or Roth yeah. IRAs, yeah. like that kind of thing. If you're going to invest in the market, that's yeah. that's a time to be like, hey, let me invite someone in who literally lives and breathes this stuff. Like yes. they're like nerds in their own yes. way. And if you find somebody with the heart of a teacher, not the yeah. heart of a salesman, wow. who's going to sit down and teach you, that's key. And yeah. same with taxes. If you have a complicated tax situation, you know, yeah, you can go on, you know, we have like Ramsey Smart Tax or TurboTax or whoever the thing is. You can go if it's a pretty simple situation. But if you have, you know, if you do have high roll and Annie, multiple properties, <laughs> or if you, you know, are combining finances with someone because you got married this year, if there's like levels of deductions or something mm-hmm. that just gets a little bit more complicated invite a CPA in because they can actually mm-hmm. help you and probably mm-hmm. save you money. So it's just finding those people in those areas of expertise to say, hey, okay, I need somebody when you're actually diving in. When you're looking for a coach, I mean, this is kind of across the board, I think. You said the heart of a teacher versus the heart of the salesman. Will you yes. talk about that? Gosh, when it comes to money, that's one of the things is people can be so ignorant, meaning that they don't want to ask questions because they're intimidated. Mm -hmm. Because the financial space is intimidating, right? So if you sit down with an insurance broker or something, right, you're like in a big office with a desk and you're like, sure, whatever you say. And it's like, I don't even, I don't want to look stupid. I don't know if I'll understand this. So you need to find somebody that's like, hey, here's the basics. Like if you were to walk out of here and you ran into a sixth grader on the road, could you explain what you just invested in or purchased or whatever it was because you want to be able to know where you're putting your money because a lot of people get in trouble and they're like oh no I just have somebody doing it and then I mean, we hear about these celebrities right on yes. TV that you know and then they're like I had no idea and I really believe them I'm like oh yeah I bet they had no idea because they yeah. just hand all their responsibility over so there's a level that you need to know the basic knowledge and mm-hmm. it's not that difficult it really isn't it's not that hard you can learn it yeah I'm terrible about that right yeah. I'm terrible about my investments of being like, show me the papers. Great, 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 great. Totally. Great, great, great. Oh, yeah. Well, and I can't be too honestly. Like, I, I'm sitting here talking like yeah, this, this, or this. But I laugh all the time. I'm like, my husband, Winston, he'll come in and be like, hey, there's changing this or this, sign the line. And I always am like, are you sending our money to the Caymans? Like, are you stealing all this? I don't know. Because like, which great, it's my husband, so I'm going to trust him. But, but don't do that with like someone that you don't know well. Yes. And not that everyone is going to steal your money. I'm not saying Certainly. that. But also they may make decisions that you may not agree with where yeah. you're like, no, actually, I'm kind of feeling this way yeah. and to be able to speak into it. Yeah. I think so many people listening are they get a paycheck from their job and they're saving this percent, tithing this percent, living off of this percent. And, and everything feels like, well, I don't know how to grow past my job. Yeah. Like we're we're barely making ends meet. So I don't have money for a financial coach or for an advisor. Right. So how do you jump over? That feels like a really huge hurdle. I remember that from teaching school that I would at the end of the month, I'd be like, well, <laughs> I can't grow past this because I get a certain amount no matter what. And my life almost matches that amount if I save the way I want to save and tithe the way I want to tithe. Yep. Yeah. So I think that's where you have to know your priorities. Okay. Okay. So what I would say is for somebody that, you know, if you're just kind of starting out and maybe you don't even budget, you know, you're like, I don't even know where my money's going, that that's where the basics come in. And that's where, you know, people that do content on the basics that you can, you can read articles and understand what a zero based budget is. You know, you can do your own research and kind of figure it out, but there's something powerful to say, okay, I know what my next step is. And so Mm -hmm. at Ramsey, which is the content, you know, that I teach, but I'm like, you need your next goal. So if you have consumer debt, let's Uh, let that be your next goal. Yeah. And to say, yeah, we're still going to be giving, but we're going to have a thousand dollar emergency fund. And then everything else we're working towards something and that's paying Mm -hmm. off debt. Once that's Mm -hmm. done, we're going to work towards an emergency fund 
of having actually cash in the bank. Yeah. So like those are goals, right? So yeah. like so your money, so your budget. I don't I don't like the budgets that are like the 50, 20, 30, regardless of where you are, live on 50 percent, save 20, you know, whatever their yeah. formula is. I want your budget to be dictated around you and where yeah. you are. Yeah. So again, if you have debt, you're paying that off, your savings. Um, and then past that, that's when you start to get a little bit in the more complicated sectors because that's mm-hmm. when you want to be investing into retirement, 15% of your income. If you have kids, that's when you're going to be <gasps> looking. Okay. That's when you're going to be looking into kids' college. And then the next step would be paying your house off early if you own a home. And so, again, when you're investing, like we were talking about kids' college or retirement, that's when you want to bring somebody in, an investment professional that can sit down and help you and see your entire financial picture, you know, and really help you pick out, you know, the the investments that are good for you for retirement. But those are those are very long-term thinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but besides that, I'm like, you know, there's I, I think taking courses on personal finance is great if you want some basic knowledge. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if there's a, any type of curriculum that's set up in a community aspect, like we have Financial Peace University, but I know there's some other Christian curriculums around or whatever, but being able to plug into a community of people, especially if you're starting out, is really yeah, key. Because yeah. That then everybody's group. making sandwiches yes, for that dinner. group. That's yeah. right. That's right. But yeah, I think the biggest problem is people just kind of float. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like you're saying, it's like, well, I mean, is this all I'm going to do? But I think having very intentional goals and working towards the future and mm-hmm. long-term goals mm-hmm. help you see and have that perspective. I mean, some of the videos you share on socials, I tell you this all the time, they make me so teary Oh, I know when it's the that. people who are like, your dad, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dave will ask, how long or how much are y'all living off of? And they'll say $60,000. How much debt did you pay off? $150,000. Right. <laughs> How? <laughs> How in the world? And they are just like, are my daughter babysat? I took an extra job. And she watched the other kids mm-hmm. two nights a week. Amazing. It's wild. It's amazing what people can do when you put a goal in front of them. Yes. What they can do. Does it matter? Do our financial coaches and advisors need to be believers? Do they need to share our faith? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I think a lot of our values and how we view money come out of scripture or mine yeah, do. Yeah. So having someone that shares that same value. So if you have a value of, yeah, I don't want to be in debt forever. And you have a financial advisor that's like, well, you could borrow from your 401k and mm-hmm, X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. They're probably not going to match your values. So I think yeah. more of a value system play is where I would that's really, smart. but for a lot of believers, again, their values are going to hopefully come through scripture. So yeah. hopefully they're somewhat consistent. And so when you're thinking about finding that person that's going to help you, where you're like, okay, we've got... We're a family of five. We've got a couple of investments. We have some stocks and bonds and a 401k. <laughs> and I teach public school, so I've got an HSA and yeah. an FSA and all that stuff. And a 403b. Yeah, sure. Yeah, if you that? need one. If you, if you need one, you can have one. <laughs> and they were like, okay, we need someone to step in with us and help us. Mm-hmm. Can you audition them? Can you go and have one oh, meeting? Sure. Is that kind of what you would... Is that what you would suggest yes, doing? Yes, absolutely. So yeah, I would go talk to a few people. Okay. Yeah, and just get a feel because hopefully this person's going to be with you for the long term. Yeah, to be able to walk with you. Yeah, and yeah. and honestly, trust your gut. If you walk into somebody and you're talking to them, but everyone's like, you got to go to him. You got to go to Mike. Go to Mike. Go to yeah. Mike. And you go sit down with Mike, and you're like, he kind of feels like, gross to me. Guy. I don't. Yeah. I don't feel good about him. Yeah. Then don't do it. Trust your yeah. gut. Right. And you want personality. I mean, you want to just be able for it to be a right fit because yeah. again, you're. You're investing your income. And to your point, like you work hard. You sit in traffic. You deal with jerky people. I mean, you you do a lot to make the money that hits your bank account. Mm -hmm. So you want it to go as far as possible. And you feel good about that. So if you're working with someone that you don't feel good about, it's going to ruin the whole whole thing. Right. Does a coach help when you're thinking about like or a financial advisor help? The world seems really hard financially right now. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of like if you listen to some voices on either polarized end of 
our belief system, it feels very scary, like the world is ending sure, yes. financially. Yep, yep. And and you see some industries that are having real downturns. Mm-hmm. And there is no new entertainment right now because right. everyone's striking. How do you get someone involved and not work out of fear but out of hope? How do we mm. look at our finances yep. out of like, here's what I can do versus help me put gold bars under my bed yes, so yes, that we yes. will survive when the world ends. Yeah. How do we balance that? And I feel comfortable saying this to you, Annie, because you know me, but I'm yeah. like, I have a little conspiracy theory heart. Oh, listen, in me. <laughs> you and I both, it's one of our I, favorite things. I can go down the gold bar yes. rabbit hole a little bit just for fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have a $100 bill on my bedside table. Yeah. Does that count? <laughs> just in case. It's like that just in case. No, I would say, you know, this is where facts come into play. Okay. And it's facts over feelings. Yeah. And facts are your friends. And for me, when you're looking at financial financial spaces, you look at the American economy, and I just believe in it enough to know that even during a downturn, it's going to come back. I mean, you look at the big events, you know, across the board, and I'm like, you can even go back to September 11th, you can go back to the 0708 crash, uh, you can go back to 2020, when mm-hmm. things started shutting down with COVID. I mean, you can go back to all these big dips that are very obvious. And we always, always come back. So there may be downturn times, but just statistically speaking, the rate of return is like 11.8% when you're looking at the market. So so again, this is over the course of a long period of time, but that's really long-term thinking. So some people like where we are right now with mortgage mortgage rates being nuts, housing is insane, like you can get so fear-based and go Mm -hmm. off that emotion, but you have to pause and think long-term. And one other caveat, Annie, I'll add to all this, because a lot of what what, what I was mentioning about financial advisor, that's more for the investing side. But for everyone out there, like if you're like, okay, yeah, I have that, but I just want somebody who's good with money to just be looking over my situation. Honestly, this is where you can plug in. Like we have Ramsey certified coaches. You can check them out. But find somebody that you know is good with money. It's amazing the people that have done well usually like look at someone that's older and they feel like they have stability in this area. They're givers. They're generous. Like they have the qualities that you want to have and they're following a set of principles that you value. Honestly, those kind of people sit down with them and be like, hey, can you look at my budget? Because they actually may have great insight, right? So you don't need some person in an office to help you. But sitting down with somebody that you trust and respect in this space, and they may not be in the parenting space for you, Mm -hmm. right? But for Mm -hmm. the money space, there's somebody that you're like, nope, they've been really wise. And I feel like that they are on a path that I I appreciate, yeah. right? Sit down with people. People, yes. people are willing to pour into you. And I so imagine I that too. make some muffins or take them a gift card or like yeah. you don't have to employ them. Right. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, just yeah. be generous back to them. That's right. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation to share about one of our amazing partners, Beekeepers Natural. Tis the season when all the germs are flying around and absolutely no one has any time to be sick. But there's an easy, proactive way to support your family's immune system and stay ahead of the game with Beekeepers Natural Propolis Throat Spray and their new Kids Propolis Throat Soothing Lollipops. It's such a great daily proactive immune support that soothes your throat, and it's available in adult and kid versions. Plus, their Kids Throat Soothing Lollipops are a fun and delicious dose of defense and contains propolis, vitamin D, zinc, and wildflower honey to soothe kiddos' throats and support their immune systems. Pack a bottle of throat spray in your kids' backpacks, your work bag, your purse, or include the lollipops in your kids' lunchbox as sweet treats. Either way, you have an easy way to proactively support your family's immune system while you're on the go. Today, Beekeepers Natural is offering you an exclusive offer just for my friends. Go to beekeepersnaturals.com slash that sounds 
sounds fun or enter the code that sounds fun to get 20% off your order. That's B E E K E E P E R S N A T U R A L S.com slash that sounds fun or enter the code that sounds fun. Beekeepers Natural products are also available at Target, Whole Foods, Amazon, CVS, and Walgreens. Y'all know I'm all about ButcherBox because they are bringing me 100% grass-fed beef, organic chicken, pork that is raised crepe-free, and wild-caught seafood straight to my doorstep, y'all. I don't have to grocery shop, and I truly love their selections. All of their meats are humanely raised with no antibiotics or added hormones. You can pick from a curated box, which is what I do, or customize your own, and ButcherBox has free shipping always. It's not just the convenience of having these perfectly curated selections delivered straight to me. It's the mental break ButcherBox saves me from standing in that section of the grocery store trying to figure out what I'm going to make and what will be good for the right price. When it comes to ButcherBox, I know I can make a ton of turkey burgers to have on hand, pop them in the oven, and be set with the basic building blocks of my meals for the week. Plus, they're absolutely delicious, y'all. They are so good. ButcherBox is giving us a special deal. Y'all get this. Sign up today using the code TSF, like that sounds fun, to receive ground beef for life. You guys, ground beef for life. Plus $20 off your first order. That's two pounds of ground beef free in every box for the lifetime of your membership. Plus $20 off your first order when you sign up at butcherbox.com slash TSF and use the code TSF. That's butcherbox.com slash TSF and use the code TSF. Okay, now back to finish up our Build Your Board conversation with Rachel. Yeah, because that's kind of the goal, right? Is how Mm -hmm. do we set up a financial life? Well, I don't know if that's kind of the goal. I'll tell you my goal. Yes. My goal in my life and in the lives of the people I employ is that we pay them enough that they can be generous Mm -hmm. and that my life is set up enough that I can do what I want to do for other people almost without it hurting a little bit. Like I kind of want to be like, how can I, how can we live in a way that we can just be even be generous to our friends, not like mm-hmm. run a hospital, but like sure. Can I pay for pay. their dinner tomorrow? That's right. That's right. Yes. Right. Yes. So, so when you're te- when you're coaching someone on their mm-hmm. financial goals, where does generosity fit in that? Well, generosity is part of your financial picture, I believe, regardless of where you are financially. So right. you could be deep in student loan debt and be like, I can barely make ends meet, but giving, I think, always has to be part of that. So I always tell people, give a little until you can give a lot. Because with generosity specifically, I think the biggest lie we believe is, if I just had if enough had money. More, yeah. And it's just not true. because No, the percentages go down, yes, don't they? Well, yes. you, well, yeah. And it's the habits you form. So yeah. if you actually form the giving habits, mm-hmm. when you're making, you know, $50,000, but you got 75000 in debt and you're stressed out and all of it, but you still have that inkling of like, hey, I'm going to put that $50 away. Yeah. And if I run into that person, I'm going to pay for their gas. Like, like you still have that heart and you're looking for opportunities. That is what's magnified. Money magnifies yeah. who you are. Wow. And so that's what's going to be magnified. And so that belief that, yeah, and even people, when they do their budgets, they get to the bottom and they're like, well, I don't have any money to give or even to save. And I'm like, yeah, that's because your budget's, you know, upside yeah. down. That yeah. picture of the upside down budget <laughs> right. is so true. Right. And that's the other thing, Annie, is like, golly, people, even with their income, people hear other people like, oh, my gosh, if I made $200,000, I would be the most generous. I, would, I wouldn't have any money issues. But I talk to people every single day. I talked to a couple literally last week on the, on the show, on the Ramsey show, $330,000 that they made mm-hmm. annually. They had $240,000 in debt and $10,000 in savings. Oh, wow. 
So I'm like, so it's not an income problem. That's right. It's a person problem. And yeah. so that's what we have to focus on is changing who we are in the mm-hmm. midst of all of this. And mm-hmm. then as your income goes comes up, goes up, which it should throughout your life, or you're investing and you're making some money, you know, you're doing all of the right things. What's magnified is who you are. It's the it's the good that you've created yes. in the time when it was when it was slim. Yes. Will you coach us for a minute? Because we have a couple of people who sent in some questions. Oh, yes. So Shirley is asking, how many jobs are too many in an economy that keeps getting more expensive and my pay does not go up? Mm. So how many side hustles can we I have? I, I, I can't do it. I can't do a side hustle. It makes me want to cry. Genuinely, if you said, Annie, you need to pick up a side hustle, I think I would cry. Yes. Yeah. So I would only be fighting for the side hustle life for a short period of time to hit those two big financial goals we talked about, getting out of debt and emergency fund. Got it. Because that puts you on a solid financial foundation. If you don't owe anyone anything and you have three months of savings in the bank, your life, like you you sleep better at night, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's just Mm -hmm. a level of peace there that it's like, I am on a firm foundation financially. I'm good. I can breathe. So until you get there, I'm like, yeah, I do want you hustling yeah. for that. And that will cause a level of sacrifice. It but may make be- you cry. But beyond <laughs> that, yeah, but only for a short period of time. I don't want yeah. you living like that living with for hustles. six years, yeah. right? Like that that's not sustainable. So a short period of time. And then beyond that, that's when you need to be looking at your core income. Because side hustles will only take you so far. And they're mm-hmm. great to mm-hmm. supplement, mm-hmm. to get you to a bigger goal. But I don't want you doing that forever. So your core income is where you really you have to look to say, okay, is there another certification I need to get? Yeah. Is there a job opportunity somewhere somewhere else? Because the wild thing is, I don't know if you run into this because you you run your own business, but I'm like, it is crazy what people are paying in one way, and then in other yeah. ways, you're like, oh, they're only paying this much. So like the yeah. range is pretty vast. Yeah. So your core income. It may be something you have to look at to change jobs. I mean, one of my strongest financial memories of my life is I sat down with. Brad Barnes, who's a financial oh, advisor Oh, yes. He's here. a great one. He's yes. great. Uh-huh. And in 2009, mm. and I said, here's my budget. Here's my income. Help me. Like, I, want, mm-hmm. I think I wanted to buy a house or I wanted to do something. And he literally says, you just are not making enough money. <laughs> yeah. And it was so like, I needed a professional to mm, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. this job is not cutting it. And yes. I was trying to do all this. And he was like, your life cannot sustain on this income. Yep. And I and he was like, and I actually don't know how to tell you to cut your budget to match your income. You have to get different income. That's right. That's right. And I had never, no one had ever said that to me. Mm. And so I, which Enneagram 7s may need somebody to say, <laughs> change what you're doing because you need to pay attention. That's right. Well, and then those but are the two so parts. Helpful. I just it bought is. him, I bought him breakfast That's and he right. looked over that one thing. He yes. did. I didn't employ him as my financial advisor at that time. I just literally said, can I buy you breakfast? And you look at my budget. Yeah. Cause it can be so isolating, Annie. If there's yeah. no one else to talk to about it, you're in your head and you're probably thinking, am I the crazy one? Yeah. Like, am I crazy? Yes. And to have somebody else look down at the numbers and be like, okay, yeah, because the two big equations, part of the equation is income and expenses, right? right? And if there's nothing else to cut in the expenses, that's where the other part of the equation has. Yeah. So again, I, what I would answer her is for a season to get on stability financially without debt and savings in the bank, yeah. That that's where some side hustles may have to come in. But beyond that, just to live your life yeah. going forward, that core income really is important. And the miraculous part of God is tithing and Sabbath mm-hmm. still matter and yes. he will provide for you. Yes, so, absolutely. Do yep. not give up all your rest. Right. And do not keep all your money. Yes, yes. <laughs> Still be him, generous. Give yes. him back. That's right. And trust him to, he, he does miraculous things. Yep, When That's right. Money is not a big deal to him. 
It right. is to us. It's not a big deal to him. I do tend to say, I've said this to y'all before, I do tend to say that money is the least interesting um, of all the ways we can spend things and all the um, currencies. Money is the least interesting one to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I was like, time is, we cannot make more time. We need we need the time. Yes, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, time yeah. I cannot yeah. make. I can yeah. make money, hopefully. Okay, this is a really interesting question from Ashley. So she is the mom of five. One of those is in heaven. And she's a mm-hmm. stay-at-home mom most of the time because she feels that's what she's called to. But they are really struggling month to month because of inflation and she said even trying to make our grocery budget work isn't working right now yep yeah because but some of the children are one-year-old twins and so she's trying to figure out do i go back to work or will what we pay in child care oh yeah so Mm -hmm. how do you bring a coach in on that how do you coach that rach like what are you saying to the mom who's saying we're barely making ends meet that's right but i'm not working outside the home but i'm keeping for children at home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, child care more than likely, unless she's like running a, she's a CEO of like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless she's making significant money, which maybe she is. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe in you her would past, if yeah. she got a job, yeah. Um, but yeah, I also would be very careful not to go against God's prompting, right? For seasons, I think mm. that there's levels of sacrifice that I think are fine. But also for her, I'm like, yes, run the numbers because child care is insane. Mm-hmm. And you probably would be paying as much for four or five kids in child care that you would be probably making for a full-time job, right? Yeah. So, like, look at that. And then, Annie, and then that's where thinking outside the box happens. So even for her, I would probably ask her if she was sitting here, okay, where are you shopping? It sounds yeah. so simple, but I'm like, even from Publix to Aldi, there's a difference in price. Yeah, like, a, yeah. like, even my own kids, I did uh, this experiment for my show that I was like, I'm going to do four name, store brand yes, items yes, and to see if my kids know the difference. They noticed the Honey Nut Cheerios, which okay. is fine. But other than that, I'm like, they didn't really notice. And it's, and I think I calculated out, it's, it would save me like $360 a year just on those four items. Wow. Which again, it's kind of just like, okay, you're not going to like, cool, though. Yeah. but it's to that point. I'm like, you have to be so smart and here and food is the biggest budget buster mm-hmm. and people can save so much. Stop going out to eat. That's another one yeah. to cut. So I would be looking at yeah. expenses and to really look at needs versus wants. And then if he can, maybe two nights a week, do something extra for two to three hours yeah. to bring in something again to kind of get through this hump. Yeah. Yeah. Because once your kids are in school, your di- your life changes. Yeah. But yeah, when you yeah. have one-year-old twins, no, there ain't a world. I know. There ain't a world. Hey, totally. okay, and I think the Holy Spirit part of what you're saying is so important because I have friends who went back to work as soon as they could because they wanted to. Yes. So they yes. were fine that childcare matched their income yeah. because of what they felt called to. That's right. That's right. And they said, I'm called to go. So that's great that childcare... I, there were even Stevens after that. Sure. Because of what I'm called to. But if you're feeling the push to stay home. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, yeah. There's bottom, a, bottom shelf honey nut cherries. That's right. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> honey oats. Check, out your, or whatever yeah, check it is. out your Aldi and your Walmart and all those places. Yeah, that's exactly right. Rach, speaking of kids, on November 7th, you have a kids book launching. <gasps> this is your first one, right? Yes, I know. Called, I'm glad for what I have. It's dedicated to Caroline. That it killed me. That killed me. Your little spender needs a book about <laughs> how not child. spending. That little me and Caroline, child. you could have dedicated to, to us both. Um, okay, what made you decide to do I mean, this is you coaching kids. Yes, I know. So it's it's for younger kids for sure. Even the the quality of the pages, if you feel them, they're more oh, they're like so thick. They're, yeah, they're more board book esque yes. is what I was going for. And so I was thinking, Annie, I'm like, man, there's just not great kids books out there. Like when I'm give, putting my kids to bed, that involve things like contentment or generosity, like these kind of like overarching principles. Yes. that we want to teach. So I was like, I don't want to do a like. The bear gets $4 and he wants to go buy something for two. There's some kids' books out there like that, and they're great. Yes, yes, But yes. for me, I was like, I want a message that's going to help 
the mom or the dad that's reading it. Yeah. That those are the books I always love. And then it has a great message for the kids. So yeah. yes, I'm glad for what I have, inspired by Caroline, because my kids think Amazon is like the fifth member, you know, the sixth <laughs> member of our family or something. So like packages always show up. And they just became these like little materialistic kids. I mean, yeah. I like looked up, I was like, oh my gosh, they just want and want and want. And so do we, right? I mean, sure. like we all we all have that feeling. Sure. But I thought, okay, what does it look like to just be to, what if they got their wish? And what if we did fill up the house with everything they ever wanted? Yeah. At the end of the day, we all know that stuff is not the thing that ma- that brings us joy. It's not. Yeah. And so I always say it's okay to have nice stuff. Just don't let your nice stuff have you. Yeah. And it has you when you really believe that that thing is going to bring some level of satisfaction and joy. So stuff is fun. We're not against stuff around yeah. here. Yeah. But the the overarching message is that there's something so much greater. Yeah. And just to spoil it, it's God's love. Uh, what? <laughs> I, are you kidding? But the, the answer end, is God's love. I know. But I'm like, Let's bow I, our heads, everybody. Just bow our heads. So, anyways, I'm really excited about it. I mean, it, the so. elephant page with oh all the gosh. little um, things in the bubbles of Did water. There's. Get- Adorable. So sweet. The illustrations are oh, adorable. Oh, she did fantastic. Yeah. yeah, Lauren's my illustrator, and she just was like, oh, she, I literally, I'm not, I'm the least artistic person you've ever met. So I'm Same. literally talking to her. I'm like, I want the squirrel parent's eyes to look very disappointed. I was like, I don't know even how that's possible. <laughs> and she did it. Yeah. She, like, she did it. I was like, yes. that's exactly the emotion I wanted to convey. Yes. So I'm always like, I don't like, I don't like the way that feels. Yeah. I don't know what I need, but I don't like the way that feels. And yes. they're like, not helpful. Annie. I know, I know, yeah. I know. So yeah, it's I'm amazing. really excited. Thank you. Yeah, really I can't wait for it. people to get to read that. It just feels like what a beautiful thing to, it's kind of got the same gift as Smart Money, Smart Kids of like the earlier you start talking. I mean, when I tell you Mr. and Miss F Downs had us with doing 10% save, 10% tithe from my earliest allowance. Yep. I don't know a time that mm-hmm. they didn't teach me Okay, here's your ten dollars. One goes in this. It may have even been envelopes. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I know I had a um, box that I unlocked with a key, and one <laughs> part was for save. And then I got my little envelope from the church, put it in every week. That's right. Therefore, when I got older and had no money, you still that's did still it is what I did. Isn't that amazing? And so you're doing the same thing of like teaching mm. us to. And you know how kids learn not to get more stuff is tell them to pack it up when it's time to move. There yes. is nothing that will make me not buy something. Like if you tell me you ready to pack all this up, you're gonna no. move. Moving get is it the out worst. Here. Get it out of here. Moving is the worst. Get it out of here. Uh, well, I can't wait. I, I'll share it again when it comes out. But I just Thanks, wanted to. I didn't. I so appreciate that. Oh yes, well, you. I just didn't want us to be sitting here and not talk about how you're doing it already. You're oh doing gosh, the thing that we need of coaching you. us and the kids in our lives. So, yes, yes. So fun that we both have kids books this fall. So many of our friends I have know. Kids I have yours in my purse back there. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. There's some fun. <laughs> it's so fun. Hopefully, all these messages for all these kids across the world. I know. Let's just get to them. Help them. I'll get to ask you my favorite last question. Okay. Because the show is called That Sounds Fun. Rachel Cruz, tell me what sounds fun to you today. Oh my gosh, I didn't even prepare for this. I forget Great. this is it. This Fresh is off yours. the noggin then. What sounds fun to me right now. All right, I'm going to say it because I'm sitting with you. We do wind down Winston Wednesday <gasps> yeah, we once a month. And yeah, somebody across the table from me has to cancel. <laughs> I know, wind I'm down sorry. Wednesday this, this <laughs> I know. So... That sounds fun to me, Annie. Yes, I know. It does to me, too. It's my favorite night of the month, for real. I love it so much. <laughs> it is so consistent. I mean... We've done it for... I was pregnant with Caroline, I think. Was I? It was before you were pregnant with Caroline, because <gasps> Wine Down Winston Wednesday, one Wednesday night, I you did. didn't drink. Oh, that's and right. And I said, Rach, is there something you have to talk... I mean, Amelia was in a... Was in the high chair eating. She was. So, oh my gosh, what Annie. is she now? Seven? Eight. Eight. And we've yeah, been doing this for true. seven years. Yeah, seven years. And seven. every time 
before I leave, we put the next one on the calendar. And that is Always. how you end up doing it for seven years. I know. Because if you it's leave my favorite. Go, we'll text about it. Doesn't you happen. May, but nope. it'll be three months. So when Not we finish us. this recording, everyone, we're putting it on the calendar. <laughs> because we have to shift from this Thursday <laughs> I know, I'm to sorry. a different week. To this next week. Before I'm you sure. go to New York. I know. We're going to. Oh it's going to happen. I know, I know. I won't go without seeing it y'all. I can't imagine. I mean, I like you two. I can't imagine not seeing your children. So, mm. <laughs> so well, they're going to be the most disappointed because they, they think you're coming. They'll just fine. not. We'll just, um, especially over the two months in New York, we'll just be like, she's she'll be here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, this is a few it's weeks. Just a couple of weeks. Just don't worry. Yeah, just going to say Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, well, thanks for making time to do this, Rachel. I really appreciate it. I think yeah. your wisdom is really needed. And thank you. I love you. So, I know. Love you too. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Oh, you guys, isn't she so great? Oh, I just love her. That was so helpful to me to know when we need a financial coach and how long we need a financial coach. So go follow her on social media. Tell her thank you for being on the show. And don't miss her brand new kids book that is coming out so soon called I'm Glad for What I Have. Oh, it's so sweet. Y'all are going to love it. If you want a full list of all the resources from our Build Your Board series and how to find the guidebook, it is never too late to jump in with the guidebook. Go to AnnieFDowns.com slash build your board. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you. I'll do the same. And we will see you back here tomorrow as we continue our Build Your Board series talking about life coaching. What is life coaching with my friend, Christy Wright? We'll see y'all tomorrow. Yeah.